Hello, 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 beautiful and magical soul. How are you doing today? How is your heart? I hope everything is beautiful, well, and good in your world. And today's podcast episode was brought to me by a listener, and it's been brought to my attention several different times, and I was like, maybe I'll, maybe I'll talk about this. Um, but before I get into today's little topic, I just wanted to let those of you know, um, I am creating and starting a wait list for a couple offerings that I have. If you are interested or you feel called to being attuned to Reiki level one or Reiki level two, please let me know. You can send me a message at Nicole, N-I-C-H-O-L dot C dot Altman, A-L-T-M-A-N, at gmail.com, and let me know that you would like to be put on that waiting list. What I will send out is the information about what each of the Reiki attunements hold and the cost and the links to book. Those will begin opening up in February of 2021. And I will say, if you do the Reiki level one with me, you get the traditional attunement as well as a guiding goddess attunement, and you will get a higher self attunement. Same thing goes with Reiki level two. You will receive the traditional Reiki two attunement as well as a higher self attunement for that as well. I'm also putting together my wait list for my seven week channeling immersion called Flow. This is a group immersion where we will meet once a week for seven weeks, and we spend about 75 minutes on the phone where you will receive activations, and we will talk about different ways and forms and energies of channeling. So you'll get to experience channeling through the body, through star seeds, the Akashic records, through the elementals where we get to play with the seven directions and we channel through them and so many more. I teach you different um, channel clearing techniques. I have a teaching platform where there's lots of bonuses and goodies, activations, meditations, EFT, light language, and so much more. This will be my second round of doing this. The first round I did um earlier this year, actually, I should say not earlier this year, um, (laughs) a little while ago toward the end of the year was just kind of to see what was out there. And it went so, so, so good. Like I love this. And I think I'm really here to help others remember their deep, innate, intuitive channels and to demystify channeling. You can channel, everyone can channel. And it's just about trusting and surrendering and feeling really held to explore that vastness that lies within you. So wanted to kind of tell you guys about those to get those out of the way, but feel free to email me if you want information or you want to be put on the wait list for those. I would love to guide, hold, help, and support you in those and my books for my one-off sessions for my um, 60-minute soul alignments, 90-minute past life regressions, and my two-hour creatrix codes. Those will be opening back up in February as well. You can book those through the booking link 
super excited to be offering those again. And I will be opening up space in my calendar, um, most likely around February or March for five beautiful souls who will do a 12-week sacred immersion container with me called Ancient Alchemy. We recover so, so much in here, and I am a support for you over the next 12 weeks. So let's just get into today's topic. Just had to get that little uh, <laughs> business red tape stuff out of the way. I'm really bad about talking about the work that I do and talking about the offerings and things like that because sometimes these marketing sales tactics just feel slimy <laughs> and I don't like that but I need to do a better job of talking about what it is that I offer and I do for other people and the services that I provide so I will try to be better about that so Today's topic, um, I get asked this a lot and I had someone recently ask me because they saw somebody um, that they knew that I had worked with that is now offering and has a podcast and, and talking about a lot of the similar things in the way that I do and they asked me, well, first they were like, I think this person is stealing your work and your content and the way that you package up your things and the offerings you put together. And the next question was, does that bother you? And I think that's a really multi-layered question because there's a lot that goes into navigating that. When you create things, you offer things, you put things out there, and maybe you mentored them, maybe they followed your work, and then you see them putting together um, content or work that is almost exactly like yours, or if they're creating podcasts, they seem to be covering the same topic maybe that you talked about, um, and, and things like that. So there's a human component that goes with this, and there's also a soulful component. So Whenever this happens, and I've had this happen many times in my life, I've been a fitness instructor for over 10 years, and I've been doing, you know, this whole mystical, magical, spiritual work for 10 years now, too. And I've had my fair share of souls that I have worked with, that I've found my work, that I've crossed paths with, that have taken some of the creations and offerings and teachings that I've done and talked about them in the way that they were their own without you know, giving credit where credit was due or saying, hey, I really love this. Do you care if I talk about this? I've had that happen a lot. And at the end of the day, I am a human being. And that is super hurtful. So I will say that it is very hurtful when somebody will take, use, repurpose your content and act as if it's their own. So number one, yes, it hurts. Two, um, yeah, it can like piss my humanness off because, you know, those who are creatives and creators of things, we put a lot of time and effort and this, this beautiful divinity of information and channeling and soul essence into whatever it is that we do. And when we feel as though our work is kind of being taken and not given claim to where it came from, where you got inspired from. Yeah, that can't that can like, you know, like chafe your ass a little bit. But 
when I think of it from a very macrocosmic, soulful level, I remember that we are all sharing information. We are all planting seeds. And sometimes one sentence, one word that we speak in a podcast or a teaching or a way that we show up and present ourselves in any type of session that we hold will spark a wave of inspiration in the other. And sometimes they will take that wave of inspiration and get inspired to create. So I I completely get that. We're constantly sharing information all the time. I feel inspired by people's work, but here's where discernment comes in. You need to be really sure that when you're feeling inspired by what another has created or done or taught or spoke about, that you are taking the inspiration and allowing it to filter through your body and to find its own wave of creative flow through your own unique channel in a way that it sounds and feels like you. That you're not taking what that person said and, you know, whatever it is, their teachings, their process, and you're teaching it in a way that it would sound like if I tuned into that person, I'd be like, well, that's really interesting. This sounds like a carbon copy. They're sharing the same exact thing. Hmm, interesting. And we want to be careful that we're not taking someone else's work and talking about it in a way that makes it seem like to our our students, our clients, our audience, whoever, that this is ours. And it's okay if you talk about teachings and, and different things and concepts that are not yours, but be sure that you are giving credit where credit is due. And you highlight those guides, those teachers, those mentors, those books, those sparks of inspiration, where you picked it up from. Because just because you're sharing their light, you're speaking about like, oh my gosh, I learned this from so-and-so, does not mean that you're dimming your own. And so a lot of times when people do this, I understand it comes from a wounded aspect within themselves where they don't feel like they um, are enough. They are enough to talk about this idea, this concept, or that they are desensitized to their own innate gifts, their own innate abilities, their channeling abilities, their creative life force that lies within them. And sometimes when we act out of a wounded place, we will do things either consciously or unconsciously because we have wounding. So at the end of the day, as much as it does feel frustrating and hurtful when people will repurpose or quote unquote steal your content and say that it's theirs or create a podcast around something that you maybe recorded and you know that they listened to it because they, they messaged you about it. And then somebody's like, um, this is awfully close to what you talked about in this podcast episode. Um, at the end of the day, I can't control what other people do. I can't control the content that they um, will take from mine and say that it's theirs. But what I can control is how I react. And I choose not to react because I know a lot of times that maybe they aren't doing it from a maleficent place. Maybe it comes from a wounded place of wanting to be seen, heard, and seen as something else. So they take an idea or a concept or a teaching And we'll talk about it with their audience, their clients, because they know how much it touched them. And maybe they think 
and return that their clients will feel or their audience will feel really inspired and sparked by what they're speaking about. And that can be really dangerous territory at times because if you were in the shoes of being a creator, a creatrix, a creative life force, and you were birthing these beautiful you know, ideas and creations outward, how would you feel if someone if someone were to steal your content and pawn it off as their own, it would not feel very good, right? So we need to be mindful that when we are sharing things, that if it comes from a mentor, a teacher, a book, or something you ran across somewhere, that you be sure to give credit where credit is due. That's really, really important. We are not dimming our light by sharing another's light. When we share another's light, we increase our own light. So to answer the question, um, you know, like I said, it's multi-layered. I am human, so I let myself feel my feels, but I'm also very um, anchored into my soulfulness where I understand we're all sharing ideas, concepts, and teachings, and, and things like that. But there's this beautiful fine line where our discernment needs to come in. And we just need to just be sure, is this an integrity with my soul core essence? Does this feel good? And if it feels good, then, and you you know, you feel really aligned to it and it doesn't feel like it's taking away or trying to steal someone's work as your own, then by all means do it. And like I said, at the end of the day, I'm not here to police or censor or go after people that I, you know, see maybe using my content or, you know, sharing a a concept or a teaching that maybe I taught to them and things like that. And I will say I have a lot of beautiful clients and students that I've mentored over the years that if they really like a process or a teaching or a topic or an offering or, or things like that, they will ask me if they can if they can use it. And I think that's a beautiful way to keep the the cycle of sharing information going. I do the same thing. If if I learn something from a mentor, I will certainly say, hey, I learned this from my shaman, or I learned this from my Reiki master, or I read this in a book, or I heard this on a podcast. I will always be sure to talk about where I gather this information or if it sparks something within me, because I think it's beautiful because we're here to share our light. We're here to spark creation amongst each other. We're here to ignite, um, you know, sacred paths for others. And there's nothing wrong with sharing, but I think where that can get really, convoluted and a little messy is when we do it in such a way that we try to make it seem like we came up with this or this is ours. And sometimes that comes from a really wounded space and place within us. And so, yeah, just be, just be aware of that. And, you know, I don't know. <laughs> it it's just such a such a deep thing to talk about and I think that it's a it's a really multi-layered conversation to be had, but if this has happened to you, I feel you. 
it's happened to me. If you have done this to another person, just forgive yourself and just, you know, choose again, choose again, choose to learn from that moment and just choose again. And if you do love somebody's work, Share their light with your clients and your audience. You're not going to lose your audience. You're not going to lose your clients. You're not going to lose your community just because you are not the only one that they are looking up to and learning from. Information grows when information is shared and information that is shared from another creates this beautiful weaving web of just deep, beautiful knowledge and information and wisdom. And I think that's a really beautiful thing. And that's something that I've had to learn along my journey. Because I always felt like early on, if I didn't, if I wasn't the one having all the ideas, all the concepts, and creating like, for me, I always say, you tell me how to create the wheel, cool, give me all the steps, but then I'm going to completely deconstruct it and make it 100%. Nicole. And that's the way that it's going to be. That's just how I am. That's how I am in nature. I love to learn, but then I love to take it all apart and take what resonates, leave the rest and completely take one little word and weave a whole entire web of theory and ideologies and channelings around one thing that sparked inspiration. But where I sometimes think we can get caught up in this field of, I have to do it all on my own is, something really inspires you, you feel as though you can't share where you learned it from. Because if you share where you learned it from, you're going to lose credibility, you're going to lose your audience, you're going to lose, you know, those who want to work with you. And it it creates a cycle within yourself where you feel as though that you're not worthy of coming up with beautiful things as well. And that's simply not true. That is a limiting belief that you harbor from within. And that is something that's really worthwhile going inside to look at. That's really, really important. That is part of the inner healing, the inner work that we do. And that would be a shadow aspect that I would really encourage you to look at and look at that limitation. So long story short, at the end of the day, I'm not going to let these things bother me. If people see them and they bring them to my attention, I'm just like, oh, yeah, you know, that's okay. Like, you know, they must have really liked what that was about. I try not to hook so many human emotions into it. Yes, of course, I let myself feel them, but I'm not going to react and project in a way. I try to really find neutrality within it. And I try to find myself in that person's shoes of maybe why they felt the need to you know, take my offering and and create one so similar or a podcast episode and create one so similar um, and and different things like that and like maybe verbiage and, and whatever, whatever. It is what it is. And hey, if I inspired somebody that much where they just loved my shit and my content, then okay, be the seed spreader of it. Like that information and that knowledge and that wisdom and medicine is getting out in some way, shape, or form. Now, is this the best way? Probably not, but it's being planted and it's going to create roots in some in some other way. And I am completely okay with that. But if there's anything I could impart and leave you with is, you know, give credit to the people that you find inspiration from. 
credit their work, credit their offerings, credit their teachings if you're using them, because it's really important to source where this came from for you. It's really important. And as a creative being, I don't want or like my my work being being taken and said, oh, well, this is mine. But at the same token, I have no control over it. And I'm just grateful that maybe somebody loved it so much that they want to like ripple it outward other ways. So I don't know. I hope that answered your question. I hope that answered your question. If you're kind of like, oh, that was an interesting topic. I just wanted to kind of share this with you. This was you know, something I've been asked over the years. I mean, I've been a fitness instructor for years. Trust me, I've had my fair share of fitness instructors coming in, taking my class or students who've taken my class got inspired to be an instructor. And then I've created several of my own formats and they've taken my formats and and brought it into their class, running it the same exact way that I did mine or taking my choreography that I created and and taking it into their classrooms and, and things like that. Um, and I feel like that's really different than like if somebody posts something on um, Instagram and is teaching you how to do it, teaching you choreography and things like that. Of course, they want you to use it. They're sharing it with you um, rather than coming into somebody's classroom and taking their class and taking it for a while, learning some choreography and then taking it and starting your own business with that person's formats and choreography. Completely different, right? Do you feel the difference in that energy? Yeah. So, I've had that happen a lot. And I think that's created a lot of compassion and just, you know, resiliency and my own creative channel and knowing this to be like, this is going to happen. It's okay. Like I'm doing nothing to attract it. Maybe this is just part of the process for me to learn to let those creative, um, you know, teachings, um, the things that I create just to go and to detach from and say, okay, here they are. They're going out into the world, whatever way that looks like. And however that's done, it's being shared. It's being shared. It's being shared. And that's the way that I, I try my best to drop into that. And so maybe this brought you some sense of solace and some, just some compassion for yourself and some deeper understanding in this. But I just think that we, we've all dealt with this and, and we maybe will often. And yeah, so I hope that you enjoyed today's little topic and little episode. And thank you for being with me through this little journey of storytelling and just sharing from my perspective I'm just so grateful to have all of you here and listening and just sharing in the energy. Even though I can't see you, I feel you are connecting on an energetic level. And so I'm shining so much love from my heart and pouring it into every single soul that tunes in and listens to this podcast and joins the Soulfully Awakened community and just learning, living, and loving their way through experiencing life. So I will talk to you on the next podcast. Have a beautiful, beautiful, magical day, end of your day, start of your day, wherever you are in the world. And I will catch you on the next podcast.